Hey guys, welcome back to Happening at Hannah's. Today I have my friend Trey Livingston. Hello, Trey. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Hannah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm glad you said yes. Okay, so tell the people a little bit about you. Um, who are you? What do you do? That kind of thing. Um, so my name is Trey Livingston. I'm originally from a small town in eastern Colorado. Um, I came down here to WT to get a, for school. Um, I got a bachelor's degree in plant soil and environmental science. Um, I graduated May 2021, and now I'm working for Cactus Feeders as an agronomist, which is crop science for anyone who doesn't know what it is. Um, and yeah, now I just I live here in Canyon still and enjoying slash hating adulting. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Okay, so this is my favorite question on the podcast to start it off. How do we know each other? And let's see if we remember the same thing or if it's two different stories. Okay, so I want to say the very first time that we met was when I was interviewing for an on-campus job with BuffSmart. Um, I want to say it was probably my second interview. I think the first one our friend JJ was there, and then the second interview, it was the whole group, and so you were with the group that day. Um, and I, as far as I remember, that was the first time we met, which was funny because I think we traced down a bunch of times we were at the same <laughs> place. Um, but yeah, like we kind of met, and then I can't remember names, and so I'm sure I probably had to ask you like 20 more times. <laughs> so <laughs> I had forgotten about the interview. I was like trying to think back about this, and like I knew. So we were both at WT at the same time, and we, yeah, like, we realized we'd been at the same place the same time a few times. Um, but yeah, that would be it. I was thinking Buff Smart, but I didn't remember, like, the first time. Just, like, our little work crew. So much fun. Yeah, for sure. And especially, like, since I started that spring semester, I feel like that spring semester, like, flew by, like, super quick. But then, like, that summer, when we did all, like, the summer working stuff, I feel like that's when we asked you, like, oh, like, wow. We're actually pretty good friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, because you started working right as I got back from South Africa. And then um, COVID hit. That's what it was. And yeah. it was just COVID. <laughs> and so, like, we came back, and then we were working, and we were um, we were making a video. I really – those YouTube videos, I feel like we need to find those and watch them. They're probably terrible. Um, but, yeah, and I remember we just, like – have the same sense of humor so we would laugh at all the same things and it was really fun um with like sierra and jj that was so much fun yeah great times okay so tell me the story of how you met jesus walk us through that so um when i was when i was a little kid um me and my family we were pretty i don't know i would say we were pretty active churchgoers mm-hmm. um i was from that like going to um, Sunday school. Um, I was baptized at about eight years old, just kind of being raised in the church, and it's like thinking it was really the right, really the right time. I remember I was literally like, I walked out of like the shower and I asked my dad, I'm like, can I get baptized? <laughs> um, and so that kind of started that conversation, and then a couple months later, I got baptized, and it was really funny because the way that church was set up, there was like uh, kind of like a balcony where like the baptism pool was and I was so short that I couldn't see over the ledge and so they had to make me stand on like two center blocks and still like when you look at photos or videos of it all you can see is my head (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah and so through that um 
that was probably like the last thing I remember from that church, honestly, because then right after that is when we moved from Montrose, Colorado on the Western Slope to Cheyenne Wells, which is on, you know, the Eastern Plains. Mm-hmm. And once we moved, um, just, just kind of like the small town politics and all the stuff kind of kept my parents from going to church. And so that kind of kept me out from, you know, the time of third grade to about six or seven. And then I started going to a church just basically because I found a youth group that I really liked. Mm-hmm. And then I started going to a church, and it was really interesting because I was kind of raised Baptist, but the, there wasn't a Baptist church in that town. So I started going to a Methodist church, which was kind of which is kind of weird. And my parents were like, eh, but it actually ended up being not super good. And like I got connected just through the youth group there, um, and then I got me really passionate. Kind of started doing. Um, we got a coach about that same time that was really big on like FCA, like fellowships of Christian athletes. And so we would have Bible studies and like get togethers for that a lot. And I kind of became one of the leaders for those. And then, yeah, it kind of got me through high school and then came to college, got plugged in at the BSM. Um, and then kind of just, kind of just went from there and really, really learning. It's like, where is it? ministry um realizing that i'm not the greatest teacher but i definitely have the call for leadership and mm-hmm. just like learning how to balance that fact um it's like now just being at living water um like me and the youth pastor lance we just we, we work really well together for our college group and uh, i feel like we kind of balance each other out sometimes we're both you know acting like 10 year olds but then other times i think we're both you know good adults trying to set example for some of the other college kids yeah, that's neat. I feel like um, college is such an important place where people need to learn more about Christ. So it's always neat to see how, and I know looking back on that and just listening to people talk about their faith in that, it's always important for sure. Um, okay, so what is your favorite thing you've been currently learning about God in this season of life? Mm. Lately, we've been going through a um a lesson at church and it was kind of just breaking down um like parables of jesus and mm. like so often like we dig so far into them it's like oh man like we're trying to pick them apart and, like really understand like what is like the key message here um and then it was just a really good series that we've been going over for two or three months now and kind of getting down to the fact that those parables were written the way they were because there's not a hidden meaning it's like for most of the purposes it's like that parable is written that way because you know the everyday people just like me or you or the people back then the fishermen and just the regular townspeople like they need to be able to understand it so there's not going to be that hidden message under the surface it's it's given to you plain and dry and that's kind of like you kind of realize through like the parable and then just even just the gospels it's like jesus was a very cut and dry kind of guy i feel like he would have like a super dry sense of humor if we like put him in today's terms just like kind of like wow like he actually said that like what thing um (laughs) and so just kind of doing that is just like really kind of reevaluating the way i look at a lot of scripture especially in those you know those that early new testament about how it's not it's not digging for that deeper cause or that deeper scene it's just really understanding it's like like he is making a point here most of the time they tie together with what's going on where he's at it's like he's going from village to village or whatever and he's doing these miracles in a certain order and it's like then he says then he talks about this parable it's like wow it's like he's he's talking about this to like verify 
It's like, what I just did is not because of anything other than the fact that, you know, I am the son of God and those people had their faith in me. And then just, a, just that true revelation that the faith is kind of like what powers those miracles. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, like Jesus has the power. He can do it, you know, whenever he wants to. But it's that person's faith receiving that miracle that actually makes it happen. Ooh, yeah, that's good. I love that. I think the parables are always, you can learn so much of it. And I like how you said just about um, how you can learn from them. Like, they're to teach us lessons and just, I forgot exactly what you said, but something to the effect of, like, so that we can understand it, just like the everyday person. And I think that's so true because I think you look at those different parables and there's so many things you can learn from it. But it's neat how Jesus puts the stories where we can understand them. I think, I think that's so cool. So, so cool. Okay, let me see. So, okay, in the midst of, like, growing up in the church, um, you're now working in your job, all this stuff like that, you're helping with college, what's something that you found that you think the Lord created you for specifically? Um, that's something, like, I definitely had a struggle with, especially after I graduated. Mm-hmm. Um just because I was like, well, not, I'm kind of in that transitional life of college kids to being an adult, and, like, how does, what does, like, being an adult in the church kind of look like? Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, like, by the time I really was paying attention, it was kind of like the time when my parents stopped going. Um, and so I was like, man, what does it look like to be an adult in the church? And um, so that's something me and, like I said, like, Lance Myers at Living Waters, like, we talked a lot about, it's like, it's like, you know, we're all given these spiritual gifts and then how do you use them to be connected into a church and mm-hmm. we kind of did a little study on it um you know shared our ideas and kind of bounced ideas off of some of the kids that were going to um the bible study then and it was just really like a lot of times like it's like you have like on one side it's like the things that you're really good at and then there's the people that's like hey people tell you that you're really good at this and then there's the things that you enjoy doing and sometimes you enjoy doing the things you're really bad at but people people <laughs> tell you like hey like maybe you should stop doing that or you know it's kind of that balance of those three things it's like when you like really find that gift i feel um i forget what book it came from but blake bacchus gave it to me um and it was it, it was kind of like finding that balance of like it's like you you enjoy doing it you think you're good at it, but also, like, other people have told you you are good at it. There's kind of that balance of those three things. I was like, hey, like, this is probably, like, where you need to put your time and focus. And then, of course, like, when it comes to anything, like, those spiritual gifts, it's um, a lot of time spent in prayer and just, like, reflection on, like, am I doing this for me or am I doing this for, um, like, to actually bring glory to God? And I think that's something that I struggled with um, early on. It's like I wanted to be a leader and a teacher um, but not because it was like, oh, I wanted to help bring people to Christ. It was because I kind of wanted, I wanted to be the one to stand in front and have that attention. It was just that, that role that I had all through high school, being at such a small school. And I was like, oh, like, I, I enjoy being a leader. I enjoy being the, that front. Um, but then I realized a lot of it was for my, for like my satisfaction. And so that's where I've learned, it's like, oh, if I'm going to, if I want to teach and I want to lead, I've learned now that it's like, I need to have that partner. I need to have that person that can be, be kind of that front person, and I can just help them in whatever role I can. So kind of more of that supporting person is what I've now found is probably a lot more of my calling and something I found a lot of, a lot of 
um, fruit has come from that. And then also just um, a lot of, you know, personal satisfaction and also just seeing that, get that feedback from other people. It's like, oh yeah, this is well suited for you. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I think that's neat to think about for sure. Okay, so next question. What is your favorite um, book in the Bible to study? Ooh. I want to put two together because I can't really, like, separate them. Like, first okay. and second Timothy okay. have always been kind of my favorites. Um, mostly because Timothy was a very young Mm-hmm. young leader young pastor at the time and i feel maybe it's just maybe it's my age or maybe it's just like kind of like the age i'm coming into maybe it will change later but i feel like a lot of what paul writes to timothy at that time is so you know beneficial for just people in our age group it's like hey like oh, yeah. this is this is how you be that young person it's like um be that worker who is not afraid to handle the word of truth mm-hmm. um it's like I forget what verse that is. It's basically it's like it's like be a worker who is not ashamed correctly handling the word of truth. It's like when you when you step up and you're wanting to be bold and you're willing to um it's like, hey, this is what I know, this is what scripture has taught me and it's like you get outside of that comfort zone of it's like, Yes, I want to teach younger people, but there's always there's more so or even like more need to older people it's like those older people have fewer and fewer chances to hear that gospel message again they're more set in their ways than younger people um and i feel like that's like a like a gap that we see a lot is like we focus so much on youth and college and then you get to a certain age but you know like who's who's really going out there for those 30 and 40 year olds who are so set in their ways yeah and i feel like that's like something that person timothy kind of hits on it's like because you're young doesn't mean you can't teach to those older people right yeah i love the timothys i just think it's such a like an applicable part of our uh faith is just like hey like we're growing we're learning and i love how he talks about and there paul's saying like this is how you form a church and i just think it's really neat and you just see a lot of just like teaching of like hey like yes you're young but here's how this is done and then you can go out and do that and I think that's so important because I think it's very easy in life to just get caught up in the ways of um just like I don't know for lack of a better word like the American dream it's like one thing after the other and so it's just like important that we still reach out to those people for sure in their 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s because like you don't have to be in high school or eight years old or like um to grow up to learn about christ because i think like similar stories like ours of like we grew up in the church but what about the people who didn't grow up in the church and so it's just like yeah i love how you pointed that out because it's so important yeah for sure for sure for sure okay so um this is my last like question question then i'll have some like um other questions they're just like more like fun like recommendation kind of things um so how have you seen god move in your life so do you have a personal story about like a changed life story you've watched unfold before you or maybe like something you just think back and you're like whoa this is how god moved in this season um yeah like um was i i I sent you that picture the other day like um like me and abby just got engaged and it's something that's really like crazy when i look back on it but yeah me and her first started talking um, I was like, you know, I was just, 
I was kind of in a bad place. Sophie wasn't ready for a serious relationship. And so we kind of just talking and kind of going more towards that friend direction. And then I remember one time I kind of confronted her. I was like, hey, like, I'm really convicted about, like, I want to have good Christian friends around me. And at the time, I had no idea, like, you know, if she was a Christian, if she wasn't. Um, honestly, I thought she was a Catholic. Um, and so we kind of went down that kind of that discussion and she was in a time of her life that she was just really mad at the lord um mm-hmm. just she she had some really bad experiences and it was just one thing after another and it really kind of turned her away from the church and just christ in general um and about like that i confronted her and she felt so called out about it and then i was like i was kind of taken aback i'm like oh man like i definitely did not expect this can of worms that i just opened um <laughs> And so kind of being, you know, it's like that balance of like, well, we're, we're talking, but like you have a lot of, you have a lot of growth to happen. Um, like she, she went back to church and she went to church with some other friends and she just slowly started to reconnect. And then when, like, you know, I let her go at her pace when she felt like the time was right. Like I invited her to living water and she got to meet most of my friends um, and just, just such a turnaround. I look from when I first met her when she was in such a, a hateful place in her Christian walk to now it's just watching the way she worships is just definitely confirms like the love that I have for her. Um, and just seeing that's like Christ works in those people. It's like, no matter how, how we turn our hearts away or how we think that our perspective of Jesus is his perspective of us doesn't change. It's like, we're still his creation. We're still his loving children. Um, and so, like, 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 I've always, I've always kind of said this. It's like we, we might see, we feel like we're in a hurricane, and like we're, we're out on the edge of it, and like we're so far from the eye where it's calm, but it's like it's because we're looking away. It's like all we have to do is turn around and look at Christ, and like that calm of the storm is right there, and it's always within arm's reach because Christ is always with us. Right. And like that's something I saw work through Abby, and it was just really, really beautiful and kind of like really just kind of set in stone is like for her to go from that to where she is now um just was truly something probably the biggest act of just changing someone's heart that i've seen and have it like be confirmed and just complete change of character um you know there's a lot of people that go through kind of seasons like that and it comes and it goes away or they get passionate and they get unpassionate again and it's just been like from zero to like a hundred miles an hour nonstop of like her just jumping right back into the thick of it and just really a beautiful thing honestly yeah just like the redemption story with that that's really neat um yeah i'm glad you brought that up sweet abby she's so sweet um yeah no it's just so many things with all of that and just like i don't know that's so sweet especially when it's someone so close to you and you get to watch the lord redeem them and everything um that's always so beautiful for sure um okay so i have the last few fun little questions okay so what is your favorite food all-time favorite food Ooh, i'm probably gonna go with just classic like cornbread and chili Ooh. okay um you make home making it you're going somewhere where's the where's the go-to well, if I make it, it's terrible. It's got to be, like, my dad or, like, my aunt's making it. Okay. 
Yes. That makes sense. Okay. Dad or aunt? Okay. Um, if you could go anywhere in the world for a week, all expenses paid, where are you going? Oh, man. I'm, I've been torn about that. It's like, I've always wanted to go to Alaska. Just everything about Alaska is just like, ooh, frontier man. Um, but then, like, the other side of me is like, there's so many like, other cultures that I haven't experienced. I think Dubai would be a super cool place to go. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and it's like that or I would really want to go to the Philippines, just complete opposite culture of anything I've ever experienced and just really see like all kinds of different stuff, like from agriculture to just to beaches to um, just a very strange outlook on like, you know, most Filipinos are Christian, but they still have such a heavy Asian cultural influence. And so just a, such a unique balance in that country. Yeah, no, I think the Philippines would be super cool because it's all, like, islands and stuff, so it's, like, very different for sure. For sure. Okay, well, anything else you want to say before we wrap up the podcast? Not really. Didn't say anything about you. Oh, well, like, what do you What do you need to know? First couple weeks of school. Yeah, um, it's been good, uh, so that's been fun. Um, I guess I haven't really told the podcast people this, but, um, I started grad school, so that's been fun. I'm taking a history of Christianity course, um, so that's been really neat. I've been a whole once, um, but uh, I really like it because you get a look at like what the church looked like from like okay, you see the you see Jesus and the disciples, then you see like Jesus goes back to heaven, and so there's like this gap of okay, um, what did that look like from then to now and so I think it's interesting like I've done like a little bit of history of that before um but like this is like we're going in depth we're looking at the text of like early Christian um like I don't know the word I'm trying to say but like early Christian recordings for lack of a better word like there's text and stuff that you can look at all of that so that's been interesting just seeing it and seeing like um something we've been reading um was just like the early church was talking a lot about patience and how like people a lot of the christians that were being converted were because they saw oh these christians live their life different their life looks so much different than mine they're kind they're loving um and so just like the aspect of patience so that's been really cool because i think a lot of like the church now is very much um it's just a little bit different just the culture is so i think it's been cool to look at hey this is what the early christians focused on and how can i implement in that in my life and what does my life look like and shouldn't my life look different because i am a christian so that's been very convicting uh, so it's been good um i'm trying to think what else is happening really just not a lot just i'm in a very cool season of learning a lot um so that's been really fun of just like looking at it it's also kind of scary though because um i don't know you grow up and it's just like oh crud what do i think about this and so it's been um interesting for sure yeah like how's the how you said kind of like growing up it's like you know it's like living here in amarillo and going to school in wt like now that you're in kind of like complete shift of like comfort zone so how's yeah. that transition um that's been interesting for sure uh so i i don't know it's weird i go places and i don't know as many people um it's not a bad thing it's just weird i'm still definitely in the place of like still trying to figure everything out getting all that figured out it's definitely a leap of faith for sure 
Um, but it's been good. I'm excited just to see what comes of everything. It'll be good. Yeah, it's been fun. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. Um, and thanks everyone for listening. All right, y'all have a good day.